Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Sports Radio 610 presents Payne and Pendergast. Welcome back at Sports Radio 610. I'm Sean Bajani. Brandon Scott in for Payne and Pendergast. Glad to be with you. 713-572-4610. If you'd like to uh, weigh in on the Trailer Wheel and Frame text line, a lot of you have. If you did, want to hit us up on Twitter, at Brandon K. Scott, at Sean Bajani. <laughs> I like this one. Sean, I got a tractor you can use to pull that pin out of your ass, I guess. That's how I came across. Like, get off my lawn guy last segment. I figured I would. I wasn't thinking I wasn't going to come across that way, but... I got to tell you how I feel. Well, well but you also and, come from a time where it was not acceptable to talk like that in public. Like people do not drop f bombs in public settings like that that are that are formal as well. You know what I mean? Like that is not a thing yeah, that yeah. I feel like we are used to, and it's changing. People talk like that in public settings now. I don't love it. Like I, I pull up to the house and the cul-de-sac is full of. Eight to twelve year olds using all kind of f bombs and any other kind of bombs that you can think of, and yeah. I I want to whoop every single ass that I see, <laughs> but only you know, but I only got three kids in the cul-de-sac, yeah, and it's way more than three kids talking like that, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, talking so, about the LeBron James speech a couple of weeks ago, just uh, kind of you know made me feel a certain type of way. Not offended, I was just I I wanted more. I didn't want that to be a part of that moment, you know. I yeah. just I I wanted him to say thank you. And be on his way. Go go win a ball game, and that didn't happen either. Um, nevertheless, the Texans yeah. are trying to find some of the best talent they can get to help them win some ball games. And I'm just looking at some of these lists, man. We're going to hit the defensive linemen here. We talked about some of the receivers they might be looking at with their number 12 overall pick under the assumption presumption they uh, uh, cinch up the quarterback spot with their number two overall pick. But some of these D linemen, man, like when you talk about Jalen Carter, uh, Brian Breesey, who is one of these guys that I want to highlight here in this segment. Um, obviously, you look at uh, Will Anderson, Mozzie Smith. Um, there's a lot of them. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of really, really talented guys here. And, that and are to be get a lot clear, of pub, but Jalen Carter and Will Anderson would be guys that you'd have to take it to because they're not going to be around. They're for not going to be there. Yeah. But just looking at this one mock draft right now. I think it was put out a couple of days ago. Brian Breesey's number two ranked prospect. Um, you know, he very well could be gone as well. Yeah, he is considered to be a consolation prize to the folks that want Jalen Carter and don't get him. Like a, a Jalen Carter consolation prize is considered to be Brian. I think it's Brissy. Brissy. Yeah, but but yeah, either way, like he's that he's supposed to be. Just that the guy. idea, though. I'm gonna, I'm curious from your standpoint because we we're focusing so much on offense. Yeah. You know, with our conversation, quarterback, receivers, and maybe even a running back with Bijan Robinson. What do you think about the prospect of going D line in the first round? 
Yeah, I like I like the prospect of going and we had a text that was somewhere to this effect earlier that was just saying, hey, go get the best player available at 12. And we don't know how it's going to shake out exactly. What about doing that at two? Well, I think at two, you got to go get the quarterback. I don't think the best player is necessarily a quarterback at two, but I think they need to go get a quarterback at two. So I, I am against it at two, but after that, I'm all for it. And the reason why I ask that question is it doesn't matter what you or I think, yeah. you know, in terms of Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud, if you think both are going to be hits in the NFL. Which or, I do, but they might not. And see, I'm not there with you yet. Yeah, I think yeah, it's no, it's Bryce, fine. I think it's Bryce. Or bust. Or bust. That's yeah. just my yeah. gut feeling right now, that. which is why I ask yeah. you the question, because if the Texans feel the same way about C.J. Stroud, like, yeah, uh, maybe you go nab that that D lineman, that stud at number two. You know, maybe it is Jalen Carter. Maybe it is Will Anderson, you know? Yeah. Um, presumably, obviously, if the, the Bears take Bryce Young number one overall, which they might not. Yeah. They might take one or the other, you know, Will Anderson or Jalen Carter, and you might get Bryce. Yeah, if, but, if it happens that way, though, Sean... I'm going to be honest with you, man. It makes me understand how the season ended even less. Because to me, the only way I can justify them winning that last game is if they did have that type of grade on more than one quarterback. Is if they did feel more like I do than you do. If they were, if they're Bryce or Bust, and maybe they've developed that opinion over time, over the last month or so, I doubt it. But if they're Bryce or Bust, it's going to make it even more egregious and even less forgivable the fact that they did not go out of their way to lose that final game. Yeah, but like, what's in, also in order to control the draft. The people that you have in in the house now that are influencing that decision weren't here, you know, two months ago. Well, one of them, a couple of the main ones are. I mean, well, I mean, your head coach, your offensive coordinator, the guys that are going to be you know, hitching their wagon to that player. Yeah, yeah sure, Nick Casario is here, and yeah. ultimately, you know, he's, I mean, he's the, the one that's got an evaluator. However, just what he said last week in regard to not forcing his opinion on D'Amico Ryans of a particular player, or even yeah. just the coaching staff yeah. in general. Yeah. You know, the same can be said the other way. Well, he's not trying to force his opinion, but it is kind of D'Amico Ryan's job. It is kind of Bobby Slowick's job to say, hey, you know, this is what I do. You know, we coach these players. I coach offense. He coaches defense. I really like this guy. I've been following him all season. They can force their opinions on the general manager if they believe that that is the right player they need to get in-house. If it's a quarterback, if it's a you know linebacker, defensive lineman, whatever it may be, at 2 or 12, doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. That's what they're supposed to do. You're supposed to stand on the table and argue for that guy. Well, absolutely. And a little I'm, different. And I'm for sure like interested in how all of that plays out in the war room, quote-unquote. But I look at it from this standpoint, Sean. D'Amico Ryans and Bobby Slowick are coming from a team that exemplifies how important it is to have a difference maker at quarterback. And now maybe they don't believe that C.J. Stroud is that guy, but I would feel like better than anybody, it would be the finalists, like the the, the coaches that come from one of those final four teams from this year mm-hmm. and the only one that didn't have a quarterback. Mm-hmm. You know, they were out there with Mr. Irrelevant and Brock Purdy – was was commendable in the way that he ended the season as, as a rookie, as the very last pick in the draft and oh, all yeah. of that. Very but, good. But the difference between the San Francisco 49ers and the other teams that had an opportunity to go to the Super Bowl and ultimately did was that they had dudes at quarterback. To me, 
it would it would be really interesting for those guys to to move on from San Francisco to their own opportunities here in Houston where they need a quarterback and not take advantage that's of that a opportunity. Great, that's and, a great point. And, and have that evaluation of a guy who is as accomplished as C.J. Stroud was in these in these couple of years that he was a star. I think it's a great point. And then, too, I mean, what, what do offensive coaches always think they can do with a quarterback? And make them better. Yeah. They can, they can get well, what they need out of that guy, especially somebody so young, and so in raw, system, talented in the system. It's yeah. a quarterback-friendly system. Like, it's uh-huh. one where... Honestly, like you don't actually probably need an elite. That, that's why they've been able to skirt by and get by all of these years without an elite talent because the offensive system is so quarterback friendly. It's not that anybody can do it because we've seen the difference between you know a good quarterback and a marginal quarterback or not so good quarterback in that system. Like you do need somebody that's, but what you really need is competence. For me. It, it really kind of expanded the possibility at quarterback for them because it's not just like a one guy is perfect for this system. You can you can get multiple guys to perform well in this system. Matt Schaub, and this is not a knock on Matt Schaub, but Matt Schaub was a lead at one point in this system. Do you have a grade on these players that has them being a, a Matt Schaub caliber talent? Like C.J. Stroud, in theory to me, has a, a much higher ceiling than that. You could even argue that Will Levis and Anthony Richardson, as raw as they are, uh, from from a physical tool standpoint, put them in this system, give them give them this coaching, and what does it look like? Now, obviously, I'm Bryce Young, you know, one, two, and three in my mm-hmm. mind, but mm-hmm. but to me, it just expands the possibility because of how quarterback friendly the system is. That doesn't mean that you can put anybody in there, but a talented guy, a guy who can move around, which all of these quarterbacks can, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I feel like that's something that I would be interested in seeing. And and, and, and especially, too, D'Amico Ryans and Bobby Slowick are coming from San Francisco where they traded the farm to go get Trey Lance, an unproven guy, a guy that has nary the resume that C.J. Stroud has it, it, from from a college standpoint, far un, you know less proven of a prospect. And what did they see in Trey Lance? Like, that would be something that I'm I'm interested in knowing. What did they see in Trey Lance? Like, aside from, like, the physical, you know, skill set, you know, what about, like, the mental aspect? Like, what did they learn from their conversations with him um, in, in terms of how he's able to dissect, view, understand, take in information, you know, in a flash, you know, in game preparation, on the field? Like, what sort of importance, you know, are they putting on that? And I'm thinking along the lines, too, with a lot of these young, very bright, well-educated coaches that the Texans are bringing in, does that kind of open the door for some other guys? You know, if it's yeah. if it's a Will Levis or, you know, um, an Anthony Richardson. Yeah, I, like, think that's I know people want to talk about just those four guys, but... Are there other options out there, maybe beyond 12? You know, if they don't get that quarterback at two, they go defense. They don't get that quarterback at 12. Maybe they trade back and they're looking for somebody else somewhere else because they value um, something more than just the physical attributes of a particular player. Maybe, Sean, maybe, honestly, but that would surprise me that they would try to nickel and dime their way to a quarterback, which is the way I would view that. I agree, and I don't think you're in a position to do that. But yeah, they, that, And that's what I'm saying, because th- here's an opportunity here. 
it would seem like a wasted opportunity, maybe even a little bit too cute and getting a little bit too smart for their own damn good there and trying to go outside of really honestly those top two guys. They, they are clearly the top two prospects. You got the second pick. And if you want to get cute, then let's have the Will Levis and Anthony Richardson conversation. But then beyond that, I'd be really, really confused on what it is that they're that they're trying to accomplish, especially having this opportunity to pair their first year coach with a franchise quarterback, new offensive system, one of the up and coming uh, sort of coaches in Bobby Slowick. Like to to me, the opportunity just seems way too perfect to to get too cute and try yeah. to outsmart yourself there. He's Brandon Scott, Sean Bajani, in for Payne in Pendergast this morning at Sports Radio Sixteen. Coming up next. Jose Altuve, Kyle Tucker weighed in on their current and future status with the ball club. We'll give you what they had to say. Also, Martin Maldonado dropping some bombs over the weekend. Does that make you feel better or worse about his situation going forward? That's next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 